What's up? We are back again. And it, it feels like it's been forever. I'm I'm a little rusty. <laughs> it's been like been like three weeks, man. It has, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so but we can put our names down here so people know who we are. I'm Leo, that's Adam, just in case you guys didn't know. <laughs> yeah, man, three weeks. What have you been up to? Uh not much not much really. Uh been over the past three weeks watching WandaVision. <laughs> Did pretty, you you finished it? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm pumped for uh, a Falcon and the Winter Soldier on Friday. So there's that. Yep. What else? I don't know, man. Just not much, really. Just sitting around the house like. <laughs> like a potato. Like normal for the past year. <laughs> well, things are supposed to be getting better. Have you gotten the I, vaccine at all? Uh, Two weeks, I think I'm eligible to get it. Yeah. So it's, I think they in two weeks they switched to what sixteen and up. They just put that out there today. Yeah, I heard that earlier. Yeah, and my mom got it uh, Thursday, last Thursday. She got it. So her first one or her second one? The first one. So I'll be excited when she gets the second one because I know it'll be a load off, be a load off me for worrying, and it'll be a load off for her. And my grandparents got it a couple weeks back. My aunt. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a um. You know, the weird thing about that 16 and up thing, I, I didn't understand what they meant, though, because they said the governor is going to make it so that people 16 and up can be eligible, even though the CDC guidelines is that no one uh, under the age of 16 get it or something. It was really weird. I'm like, well, what what are people supposed to do? <laughs> so can like they get it or not? 16? Yeah. I always thought everybody was going to get it. Well, the governor is saying he's making everybody that age eligible, but then they were saying something about, well, the CDC guidelines say that, you know, they don't recommend anyone younger, but then I, I don't know. It was kind of confusing to me. I'm like, the CDC I, yeah. don't know what they're talking about anyways, <laughs> <laughs> because when this, when this all started, he said that you don't need to wear masks. They, well, you know and what then, that was. What's that? Well, they were saying later, they said, well, we just said that because we don't want people, we don't want to run out of masks. But I'm yeah. like, why didn't you just say that in the beginning? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's where, that's where all, like, if they would have been truthful about it, maybe you would have got, people wouldn't be like not believing in masks and all this stuff. And, and now they're saying that it's not six feet, it's three feet. <laughs> <laughs> you're late, you're later. It's not it's no longer six feet, it's three feet. Adam, I heard that from the beginning. And my wife was like, what are you talking about? I swear I heard three feet originally. And then she goes, no, it's six feet. See, yeah. And that's what erodes their trust is when they do this flip-flopping like that. People are like, Man, this, like you said, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't. I mean, what's what's the difference between three, six feet and three feet anyways? The virus got like, ups. <laughs> he's, he's like, I can hop four. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean. If somebody's six feet away from me and coughs, I'm thinking that there's probably a good chance that I that you could probably catch something from that. I mean, three feet is just I, I don't know, man. I, three feet's pretty close, but I guess if you yeah. got your mask on, if both of you have on a mask, well, no, that's if you don't have mask, right? That's what the distancing was supposed to be about. Oh, if if you can't wear a mask, they said stay at least six feet away from people. Got you. Okay, but now it's three feet. So yeah. the virus is tired. It's like, okay, I can't jump six no more. I can, I can barely do three. So now they're like, okay, don't worry about it. You can. 
I don't know. Like I always, I, I tell people all the time, if, if this is all I got to do after all this is over, I'm fine with it. I don't care. You know, I didn't get sick or die or nothing. So anyway, I guess we got like three weeks of stuff to cover. It was some weird stuff happening in the past few weeks. Like, like this, this Atari thing. First of all, <laughs> did you even know this was, I've, I've, I've seen it. Yeah. It's, it's been, what's the word tumultuous, I think is yeah. uh, the word like, so it's crowdfunded and then it's got delayed like numerous times. And then they like showed, like they showed off a build that was basically running. I think it was like windows or something. It was just, it was just running an operating system. It wasn't even its own custom OS. Hmm. Um, so maybe it was Linux that it was running. I can't remember. Probably Linux. Yeah, it, it would make more Linux sense. I would hope the... they were running Linux over Windows. <laughs> um, so spring of 2021, you can get it. It's only $299 or, th- or $399 with two controllers. So you're telling me one controller is $100? Okay. <laughs> you're going to pre-order it? You can do it right here? No, I'm good, man. I'm good on that. I um, I mean, I get it for you know those of us who are nostalgic about the the Atari. What? I mean, that was the first game system I ever had in my life. But what games has it got? That's like gonna, what's it even? Yeah, that's going to be the big question. Oh, look at the the screen looks good. Yeah, that's definitely Linux. Looks like Ubuntu, maybe. Yeah. But here we go. Games. <laughs> uh um a hundred wait. I think they're talking about the old games. You can so it comes with Atari VCS built in. A hundred <laughs> retro Atari games. For three hundred bucks, man. <laughs> But that's 18 arcade games and 82 Atari 2600 games, many of which are so incredibly basic that they really don't hold up to the midst, in the midst, what, in the uh, mildest. mildest scrutiny yeah. in 2021. Okay, uh-huh. so there's that, but what else? I mean, people don't just buy a system just for the built-in games, so, oh, there they are. Is that it though? Is that all it comes with? That's the only games that it's got out. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's no way, man. This thing gonna work. It ain't gonna work. <laughs> it's, it's 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 already it's already over, dude. It's dead in the water. I mean, What's... I could see if it was like. Well, here's the problem. You remember, and they do it every Christmas, pretty much. You can get uh, where they have it up here, the old 2600 looking boxes, mm-hmm. and they'll come with all the games built in. You seen those? Yeah, I've seen them. Like yeah. at Target, whatnot. Man, they sell just the joystick that has all those games in it, so you don't even need this. This is where you just build a Raspberry Pi for $100, <laughs> and you got you can put on all that. I I put, I think one of the first games that I put on my Raspberry Pi was the Donkey Kong for the 2600, and <laughs> it is terrible. 
It's awful. <laughs> it's not even worth playing. Oh. So here are the pros and cons. Slick design, high level of compatibility with peripherals. The cons are no exclusive games. Mm-hmm. Poor media app support. And 4K doesn't work properly. First of all, why would you put 4K on here? <laughs> if you're just running retro titles. What are they? Oh, my god. I think gosh. They, wanted, they wanted it to be. So what they wanted it to be was like. They wanted it to be like a competitor to like PlayStation and Xbox. So they tried to put in some nice hardware and they tried to attract people to come make games for it. But it, I mean, who's going to want to make games for this thing? Just... Hardware does not a gaming system make. That's half of the story, Atari. That's just half of the story. You got to have the games. Well, here's, here's what happened with that is that they put it up. It, be, it was an idea. And all these pe like all these people that have nostalgia for Atari, like man, that's a really good idea. So they put it up on a crowdfunding website, mm, okay. and all these people crowdfunded it, and all of a sudden now it's a thing. <laughs> Maybe if they had done something about the price, because yeah, that's what I was gonna say for you know older folks like me, the nostalgia, yeah, that's great. But I'm not spending, and it does, it looks cool, but I can get that cheaper at Target with you know, all the same it, games. <laughs> yeah, if 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 they would have. If they would have went like the whole mini retro console route, like where they just put like the old retro games on there, I would even think about it. I'd be like, man, that's actually a good idea. Like the Super NES Mini. But that's only $99, isn't it? The NES Mini? It's not $300, is it? No, no. It's it's like $70 or something. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know. If they would have done something like that, I would have thought about it for sure. Like I've got a Genesis... Retro and NES, uh, a Super Nintendo. What else do I? I think that's all the ones I got. You got the arcade. That's right. So <laughs> I got it all, man. Yeah, I don't. Got the um, arcade. I'll never understand it. I mean, who do they think? I I would love to see what the numbers come out to be. Like <laughs> after it's released, and it's been a few months, and then what were your sales figures? Because you know it's going to boil down to it's probably going to cost them more to make that than they'll make, you know, selling it. That's a shame too. Because Atari was, what was the um, what was the handheld Atari called? Do you remember that? Yeah, the Lynx. Lynx. And even that was like, it kind of came and went. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because that company that I bought these retro systems from, Analog, is making a. they're making basically a, a revision of like the Game Boy that'll play like Game Boy games, Game Boy Advance games, and they're making an adapter that you can plug into it that'll actually play Atari Lynx games. <laughs> Cross that's now that's super cross platform right there. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, well we'll we'll talk some more games towards the end here, but nothing like it's kind of some funny stuff that happened. But I did want to want to touch on something that um you know we always end up talking about our favorite friends at uh at the apple but <laughs> there was this and it was funny when i sent you this you said i didn't even know they had this yeah um i only know a couple people who ever bought this and they were reviewers so in a way i think they didn't even buy it i think it was just given to them you know how people get those free stuff for doing reviews Mm-hmm. And um, now they've discontinued it, um, but they're going to do the minis still. But 
Um, what's funny to me about this, and I hate to be that guy, but I will do it every time. When Google first launched the home, of course, everybody said, well, why would I go buy that? Because they're just going to kill it. Well, it stayed around forever. I still have the original Google Home, the, the funny shaped can. Mm-hmm. And they just discontinued that, what, two years ago. So it it was around for a while, too. I don't think this HomePod was around as long as the Google Home. But no one's saying anything about that. And that's what's, that's what's always funny to me is when Google does it, oh, well, there you go, blah, blah, blah. It's the worst thing ever. Apple does it, and everybody goes, oh, okay, shiny. Their new thing is out there. Yeah. I mean, just be fair. <laughs> that's Nothing's all I'm saying. fair, man. Nothing's <sighs> fair. It's just... So this guy reviewed it in 2018. I think that's, I can't remember when this came out, but it didn't seem to. And I remember though, people reviewing it because at the same time they were making fun of Siri because, you know, Siri's kind of an idiot. So it was like, I'll ask Siri for something and she doesn't know anything. Or I remember when Alexa, when the, um, the Amazon thing first came out, people used to make fun of it too. Cause they were like, Alexa is an idiot. <laughs> now it's like good yeah well it took them time i mean that's how it goes you gotta take time i got one of those things in every room in my house man oh do you the echo echoes yeah i've got i've got like six different types of echoes that are all around the house nice i've got i think i've got four of the uh let's see one two three wait one two three of the the little 4k alexa or Amazon Fire Sticks or whatever, mm-hmm. which you can use Alexa on. You just press a button. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> gotta go on mute. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she don't know that one. I mean, you know me. I got all the Google stuff. I got, um, I got my, one of my um, home hubs is actually the the Lenovo Home because mm-hmm. I wanted the bigger screen. Um, but I have a a couple of the home minis and they're, you know, pretty much like those, uh, the Alexa little, uh, oh my gosh, I can't talk the echo pods, right? Is that what they're called? Echo uh, minis. Echoes. Yeah. Google. Um, I just hooked one up for the kids upstairs the other day that I had sitting around the, mm-hmm. the Google one. The, the mini. Yeah. I think it was pretty sure that's what it was called. They randomly sent me a free one. Um, it was for something I did. I don't know. Sometimes Google gives me stuff and they're like, just because you blah, 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 blah. And I still have it. I haven't even taken it out of the box. Maybe we should do some kind of a contest to give away a whole mini. And it wasn't yeah. that. And it was just, I didn't need it because I'm like you. I pretty much have them everywhere in the house where I want them. I even have one in the garage. So when I'm like out there doing stuff, I can listen to music, but they gave me another one and I'm like, well, I really don't need this. It's never been open. So maybe we'll have some kind of contest on it. Yeah. <laughs> they sent me one for some reason too. I'm trying to remember what it was, but that's why I had it. I had it sitting around for like a year and never opened it. And I was like, well, I'll just give this to the kids and they can put it in their room and play with it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. We have one in um, the little kids rooms and it, it'll play, especially at night. We have it playing lullabies cause it'll just keep going until you tell it to stop. Mm-hmm. And now it's funny because there's we have a uh was she, was she 19 months now because with the the google home you can just yell stop and it'll stop so now she tries to do it all the time she'll be like stop <laughs> stop 
It's it's funny. It's cute. You got, I guess you know people don't people don't understand that. I don't think you gotta you gotta have kids to get it. <laughs> and speaking of that, Google, I don't. Okay, so even though you know I like all their stuff, I don't understand what the big deal about this is tracking. So let me let me back up on that too. With smartwatches, this is always every everything everybody wants to talk about is tracking your sleep. Why? Mm. I Even mean, if you're not sleeping good, what are you, you going to do about it? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't understand why this is a feature. And then this even just sounds creepy. The way it's going to do it is it's just going to sit there all night watching you breathe. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is pretty creepy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's something people want because everybody's doing it. I mean, I have this uh, tick watch, and it'll do sleep tracking. I don't sleep with a watch on though. Man, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's when I charge my watch. I don't I don't sleep with it on. I charge it, and then as soon as I wake up, I take it off. And yeah. I guess it's whatever people want, you know, I don't know. Well, it's like a lot of that health stuff too. Like, you know, how Apple's got the EKGs and stuff in their watches. I'm like, I really, do I need an EKG in my watch? Which is funny because I had a doctor's appointment today, my annual physical, and they did an EKG. But it's like, if I had an Apple watch, could I have just given them that? Like here, it's in my watch or however. I think you can. I think like, I think that there's. The doctors accept it. Yeah, there's, there's like, there's, there's some, so like, there's like a health app that's tied to it and you can go and you can see specific things. Like it, it shows somehow it shows me my oxygen levels. Yeah. No, this I, watch does that no too. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that there's a way that you, it, it could say, you know, you can like email the results to like your doctor or something like that. So like, this has only happened to me once, but one time last summer. I guess it must have been I slept with the watch on or something and my heart rate got to like 41 or 42 beats per minute. <laughs> and it sent me it, it sent me an alert and said, hey, your your heart rate's like super, super low. Dude, you're dying. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's funny because Google just did this uh, where they built in the heart rate sensor in your phone for because Google Fit mm-hmm. and you do it and you put your finger on your camera and then you sit there. And funny thing is that you say that the first result it gave me was 41 beats per minute. I'm like, what? <laughs> and it was all in red. I'm like, no, that's not right. So, and then I did it again and it was normal, but yeah, I'm like, no, that, that's not right. You have to be like super, super in shape to have like a resting heart rate, like 40. Man, you got to be like the Dalai Lama or something doing some kind of meditation. (laughs) I can purposely slow my heart rate down. Yeah. (laughs) My my resting, I think, sticks around like 55 to 60, which I think is like average. That's that's probably what you wanted at, I'd say. I think, yeah. I think that's where mine is or or 70, somewhere in there, too. Yeah. I think once you get, like, once you start getting older, it gets higher, but. Are you calling me old? No, man. No, I'm, I am I'm old, old too. I'm almost 40 years old. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, I am old. I'm old. I, I always say I don't get older. I get better. So whatever. <laughs> and then other Apple killed stuff news. This mini, you know, uh, I, I don't know of anybody who bought the mini. 
And I remember the first report that came out that the battery life was horrible. Mm-hmm. So now they're saying, well, we may have just overestimated it. But I, I get why they made this phone, because there's still a lot of people who say, man, phones are just too big. I want the regular size phone back. But I guess they really didn't want it. <laughs> I don't want a regular size phone. Yeah. I, get, I think that it's just like for a small, so, and, and this is, this is just me, man. But I use my, for now, I use my phone for everything. I use it to watch TV. I use it to watch movies. Yeah. I use it to play games. And like, if I'm going to be watching movies and doing stuff like, like that, I don't want a smaller phone. I want a bigger phone. You know, like I want the biggest phone that I can get. I think what it was, people didn't really want the big phablet. But then again, they didn't want a tiny phone either. So like the Pixel 5, this is a perfect size for me. That's about it. Yeah, I don't need anything. What's the, what's the, uh, Samsung still makes a big honking phone. The Note? Yeah, the Note. Yeah, I don't need that. That's a bit much. But I can understand why some people will want it, but that's too much for me. I had one. I had that Nexus 6. That was the Mm. biggest phone I ever had. And ironically, it was the only phone I ever cracked the screen on. And it wasn't because, you know, I've never dropped a phone and broken it. And I've had Man. a cell phone since they first yeah. since the You've first iPhone. Cell I've had it since I've had a cell phone since the first iPhone was the first yeah. smartphone I ever had. And I've never dropped one and broken it. But that one I kind of did. But it wasn't a real drop. It was going to the restroom and it slid out of my pocket <laughs> and it barely tapped the floor. At first, it just had a crack in it, and it worked. And then over time, the screen just got darker yeah. and darker, and then I couldn't see it. I'm like, dang, how to get a new phone. But that thing was huge. That Nexus 6 was a big phone. Was that the uh, the LG? I think that was the LG, because that was I think that was the last of the Nexus after Google was like, okay, we're not doing these anymore. Yeah. And I had I had that one. It was a good phone. I liked it. Yeah, it was. That was the that was the phone I put that uh, Cyanogemod on too, back when you know they were still a ROM you could mess around with, and I didn't like it because I remember it kept making my phone freeze up. I'm like, I don't know why everybody keeps talking about this Cyanogemod. <laughs> I had a horrible experience with it, so that was just me. All right, and not to be outdone, you know, um, Microsoft and this. Um, the surface how what was it four hundred dollars off of this thing it was like yeah almost four hundred <clears throat> i have um i don't even know what uh i have a surface pro it's over there you know i like them God, yeah but i never use it it just sits here on my desk I don't, that was uh, the way it was with me. Like, uh, it, you know, I think that it's good as just like a, it's it's a good like entry level type computer. I would never buy one of the like high end models of them, but it was like, it was nice to be able to take and actually be able to do like maybe productive, you know, like work type stuff without you know that kind of mid tier work type stuff with them. Right. Um. I, I don't know how practical, like now, I don't know how practical it would be for me. 
Uh, you know, I think that if I was going to get a tablet, I'd probably buy an iPad. But uh, but it's more you know, than I, a tablet. <laughs> it's a Windows computer. You can't really. It's it's not beefy <laughs> enough to play games on or anything, though. I, I you could play Stadia for, games on. What's that? Yeah, you, <laughs> you could. could play Stadia you could. games on. <laughs> that's 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 a good point because you could probably do X Cloud on there. Oh yeah, pretty uh fairly, and it's got like the stand and everything to kick up. That's actually a pretty good point. Um, but yeah, but, I yeah, I'm well. Here's here's the thing for me too is. As far as work goes, my job gave me a laptop. So it's like, well, I have no reason to use this. And then in my yeah. personal time, I'm all Chromebook. Yep. So it's like, I have a Surface. And then, uh, I have a niece that was, uh, she's in college. And she was asking me, she was like, I need to get a new laptop. What do you think about the Surface laptop? I'm like, well, they're good. But <laughs> she's like, would you buy one? I'm like, no, personally, I wouldn't. But. I don't know. She ended up buying one. She loves it, but yeah. But the price is coming down like that. That's all. That's never a good sign. Yeah, I would say they're they're probably about to probably about to axe those. Well, now that they're getting in, I think um, Microsoft is putting all its chips in the X Cloud basket right now. Yep, they are. They're putting. It's probably only a matter of time before they start. They stop making consoles too. Like I mean, the, what what they're gonna do is they're gonna make they're gonna make like fire sticks that you plug into your TV and it's just gonna play X Cloud. That's how you're gonna play your games. You're gonna play X Cloud just over your TV on a fire stick while you just stream the games. They bought the uh, Bethesda. Oh that man, done yeah. deal right there. Now you know where they're going. <laughs> Throw all their games, man. I'm I'm telling you, like the when I get on there and I look at all those games on game pass, I'm like, man, this th- for 15 bucks a month, dude, this is impressive. Like I've, I've got three terabytes of games that I've just downloaded. I don't even buy games anymore. You I just pay to. that. 50, I just pay that $15 a month subscription, get on, get on game pass and look around. And right, right now I've just been playing halo anyways, but like, uh, I'll be like, man, there's just so many games. Like there's no way that I can even play through all the games I want to play. Like it's impossible. I, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And I say, that that's what I always say about Stadia. I mean, it's $10 a month. Yeah. And there are a ton of games, but, you know, everybody keeps dinging them with, well, they don't have AAA titles. I kind of don't care about that. I mean, I, I understand that's important to people, but for me, it's like, yeah, whatever. There's so many games I'll never. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm still trying to finish a Little Nightmares too. I <laughs> love that game, but I, time, you know? But the fact that I have all these games and I don't have to boot nothing up or download anything. Oh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. And what was the deal with, uh, they said, the new Call of Duty? You won't even be able to download it on a PS5 unless you get, <laughs> unless you buy another terabyte of storage or something. Was it the P? I think it was the PS. Maybe it is the PS5. I don't know. One so of them. The, the PS5's got a, a storage problem. It's, uh, <laughs> It's so I I I think I've played the kids PS five here maybe just a, a handful of times, if that. I've I've rarely played it, but like I've helped them get games on there and stuff, and I think that they can fit like five five or six games on there. So they'll like want to download games. It's like, well, you gotta start deleting some of these games. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what think, happened with my boys in the four, and then that's why I hooked up that terabyte hard drive. 
Well, the big thing right now with the PS5 is that I don't think that it's it's non. They're they're waiting on an update to be able to expand the storage. You can't expand the storage on it right now. You can't. <laughs> I don't think so. What you, you can't buy, you, you you can't buy an external drive and just plug it into the USB. You might be able to do that, but I think the 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 selling point of the PS5 was is it's gonna it's got these solid state drives and these games these huge games that take forever to load up are gonna load up in seconds. But the you can't expand it with solid with the solid the solid state drive right now until they push out an update that's supposed to come this summer. So you might be able to hook up an external hard drive, but it's not gonna load fast. It's gonna load super slow. So what are they saying? Is there a slot inside there for an additional drive? That's yep, what it was. Can, but you can't yep. put additional drive in it. Not now. No, they're waiting. <laughs> so, so just 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 talk me through this. They built a rig with the hardware capability, but it's not capable software wise to use the yep. hardware. Exactly. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's silly. Why would you even release that then? Your guess is as good as mine. I've got I've got two hard drives plugged into my Xbox. I've got a <laughs> there's a card with a small solid state drive of a terabyte of space yeah. that I've got plugged in. And I've also got you I could the cool thing with the Xbox is is you can take your old external drive that you used for your Xbox One and plug it into your Xbox your new Xbox Series X and it'll still be able to load up all those games just as it would with the Xbox One. You don't there's no see that's awesome. Drive. Yeah. Yeah. It's all it all works. <laughs> I'm shocked. I didn't know that about the uh, the, the five, but yep. I, and to be honest, I had no plans on buying it. Um, I it's ugly. <laughs> I I have people, uh, my neighbors, you know, in the Facebook neighborhood group. There's pe- people still asking, can anybody get a PS five? Anybody know where to get one? Because somebody was trying to get it as a birthday gift for someone last November, and she still can't find one. Here we are in March. Wow. Wow. Just wow. But that's why, you know, cloud gaming is where it's at. It's we not s- just the PS5, though, man. It, they're, one of the things that's really irritating <laughs> me right now is, like, whenever you try to buy anything, you go anywhere that's that's even remote like mildly wanted the the shelves are empty because people go are going to the stores right now and buying up everything and turning around and selling them on eBay for some jacked up price well with those consoles too one thing that happens is the people in those those online bots where they complete these sales in seconds of like hundreds of units they shouldn't even be allowed to do that so I heard that's one thing that happened with the PlayStation. I'm like, really, Sony? You let people do that? So to me, that hurts your brand. You should, I'm sure they can make it so only, you know, you can only buy one console at a time. But I guess they don't care. They made their money, so. I think all the retailers are hurting because of that, though. I don't think it's just Sony, like, well, that's what the problem is. People use these bots to buy these things as soon as they launch and regular consumers can't get them from the actual, you know, manufacturer or whatnot. And they can't get them at the retailer because the retailers can't even get them. So then you're yeah, forced to order problem. them. Yeah, you're forced to order them from some shady third party guy that you don't know. Yeah. Because he used a bot to buy 2,000 of them <laughs> and then sell them. <laughs> 
Yeah. That's terrible. It's horrible. Yeah, it's a huge problem. But hey, like we keep saying though, maybe in the near future here we won't even have to worry about the consoles anymore. Yep. Just get on the cloud. On demand. Yep. I think this is a good time for us to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Voluntary Input is brought to you by Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it. Go to anchor.fm slash start to join a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. But then there's this. I've never heard. Have you ever heard of Shadow? Uh. I heard one. I know of one. Uh, I like to call them professional gamers. Who knows this platform? I never. Um, yeah, they filed bankruptcy. So. I don't know what this means to everybody else, but I think. In the long run, it probably means nothing. But I just wanted to pull it up there because, you know, we keep talking about cloud gaming, cloud gaming. But at least one of them went under. Um, it's not the first. It's not the first one, though. Like, do you remember? And man, this this is going way back. This I mean, this idea has been around for I, I want to say almost 10 years. There was a service called One Live. Back oh, yeah. in like 2012, that had this exact idea, and it was—it's a great idea. It's just way before its time. Like I remember one live. Yep, that they're, I, for some reason, I want to say they got purchased by somebody and got shut down as soon as they were purchased. But maybe it was just to get like the infrastructure. I don't—I don't know. Right. Um, but they were—I think they were the very first ones that came. You know, were like, let's try this, but it was just—it was just too. You know. They were ahead way of their time. time. Yeah. yeah. Like me. I was always way ahead of my time. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Then, Sega uh, did it. Did they have anything? With, what was with it? the Genesis, they had something. And I, I had this when I was a kid. It was called the Sega Channel. So basically, you got oh, it through yeah. Time Warner. And yeah. You plug it in your Genesis and plug the little coaxial cable in there. <laughs> and you've got like a list of like... It's kind of like the the very first Game Pass. Yeah. You've got like a list like 50 games. Granted, you'd click it. It would have to load up. It wouldn't be instant, but you could play it just like that. And speaking of this, another thing that I actually love, 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 and they announced, oh, you can now play games. I should have pulled this all up because this is something I'm going to gripe about is Plex. So Plex announced Plex Arcade. This was like last month. And they were like, oh, you can play all of your favorite retro games through Plex. And they kept hounding me for it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really want it um, because I have a Plex Pass. I have a lifetime Plex Pass because I bought it back when Plex was still new. And I was, you know, learning about media servers and cutting the cord and blah, blah, blah. Well, this uh, Plex Arcade is like $5.99 a month. So I was like, well, I'll at least check it out and see what it is. Here's my gripe. It is not through Plex. You have to, I can't even remember what it's called. You have to sign up for this other gaming service and it is horrific. (laughs) It's 
the website is the most rudimentary thing I've ever seen. It's slow, bulky, and cumbersome. So it's like, it's not like you're playing arcade games through your Plex server. So I don't even know why they called it Plex Arcade. <laughs> so, yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I might do a whole gripe about that soon. Here. I'm going to write up about it. <laughs> because it was dumb. I was like, why? Why would anybody even get this? And I was kind of surprised at Plex for even doing it. We should have another complaining episode. Oh, I got other stuff. <laughs> we could. You knew you mad, bro, too. <laughs> yeah. Scalpers, man. Scalpers. Uh-oh. What do you mean? Tickets? The, just just so they're like, it, it's just like anything that I want, like it's impossible to get. That's 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 like my main gripe nowadays. It's like I'm like, oh, man, that looks cool. <laughs> I'll uh I'll go on this website and try to buy it. Oh, it's all sold out. It all went on and sold out within two minutes. Like, well, like just what? simple got, things. Like what? You got some of the coolest gadgets already. So I told you I'm a I'm a huge fan of Wandavision, mm-hmm. and I wanted so Walmart had this Funko Pop Spectral Vision, the, the the white vision, yeah, that glows in the dark. Okay, Ooh. so they put it up for pre order, sells out instantly. And you get on eBay, and they're selling them on eBay for fifty dollars a piece for a Funko Pop, dude. Like, just just stuff like that. And then you gotta be quick. Oh man! And then the the kids, you know, the the kids started playing Pokemon cards. And at first, it's like, oh, cool, man, we'll be able to go to the store and you know, once a week, and get them some Pokemon cards to play. You can't get those because everybody, as soon as they get put on the, the shelves, people go buy them. And there's like signs up saying that they, you know, that they can't buy more than like two packs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't it something? Hey, my oldest boy has a ton of Pokemon cards. Yeah. And it's funny because he's not even really into it anymore. But there was a time, yeah, a couple years ago. But, oh, you wanted a Funko Pop Vision, huh? I wanted the Funko Pop Vision, man. That's that's the one that I wanted, and of course, gone. <laughs> Zelda apparently. So there were these Zelda Switch controllers that came out, or that are, that are coming out this summer, like Zelda themed, made by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. As soon as they get put out for pre order, man, they sell out in seconds. Then you get on it. I was about to say, good luck with anything Zelda. And then you get on, uh, then you get on, e- like look on eBay. And people are selling them on eBay for two hundred and fifty dollars a piece, and they're not even out yet. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, do you remember when uh, I used to make fun of people for this too? When people always had to be the first for everything. I remember when the PlayStation Two was coming out, and remember they would sell out immediately, and people were selling them on eBay for like eighteen hundred dollars. And I worked with a guy who bought one for that much. And we all made fun of him. And now you look at that now. I mean, how much is a PS2 worth now? <laughs> you spent almost $2,000 on a PS2. A two. Well, of not to I- mention the games that launched with that thing were awful. Like not good. Not uh, good at all. But he had to have it. He had to be hashtag first. <laughs> and that's what these people prey on. Like they know somebody's going to buy it because they oh, want to yeah. be the first one to have it. 
I'll tell you another thing that drives me crazy on uh, eBay is when, if you look for something like, let me see, what's an example? Uh, a Rodecaster uh, podcast mixer. Those are like $5.99, right? So you think that's brand new, that's retail. I'll go to eBay and see what everybody else has. And people do that thing where they'll put, they'll say uh, $300 or best offer. And so you go, okay, I'll give you $350. And then they reject it. And then you say, okay, $400. And then they reject it. And then you say, okay, $450. And then they reject it. And they'll keep rejecting you until they get to the $599. Like, dude, why did you even say best offer? You want the full retail price. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it's fun. And that, that goes on on eBay all the time still. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll put in a bid, reject it. Yeah, buy it. The buy, they call it the buy it now bid. Uh, stupid. Well, here's something that made some people mad, and I kind of don't know why. But all the hardcore gamers need to tell me that Fall Guys got bought by Epic. Now, Fall Guys is a fun game. I love that game, yeah. It's the it's fun. most fun I have getting frustrated. <laughs> I think that's why everybody likes that game. Dude, you got to be brutal. But, yeah, they got by, uh, bought by Epic, and a lot of people on Twitter were mad. And, I mean, is Epic the devil now? I think that people are just afraid that they're going to make it, like... Monetize the hell out of it, maybe. I, I well, well, look at this. I mean, and then there's that anti cheat software they're gonna put on there. But there were a lot of people I heard that got busted cheating uh, that fall, guys. <laughs> but like, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I, I played all, I've played each of epics games or you know but they they did the same with rocket league you know i love rocket league I've, yeah. i haven't played fortnite that much but i've played a lot of rocket league and you know i played it before they were bought by epic and essentially it's the same game um they they probably did put a lot of you know microtransactions in there to get like custom skins for your car and stuff but i don't ever buy it just don't buy it you know it's the same game yeah uh, maybe that's why people are mad i don't know uh, but I need to get an outraged gamer because I know people who who stream this game all the time, mm-hmm. and that was actually how I heard about it before I saw this article because one of them was just ranting on Twitch about it. I'm like, okay, well, Epic is big. I mean, I would think they could just make the game better, but I don't know. I don't think that they, I wouldn't think that they would mess with the actual game formula. Uh, I don't think so either. I, Why would they? Yeah, I mean they they haven't done it with Rocket League. Rocket League's Rocket League's the same game. It's there's no like paywall. You can play it. Yeah. Just, if you want, if you want cool looking skins, pay for them. You you know, <laughs> you don't have to buy them. Man, my boys have fought over that game. Like fought. <laughs> each other over Rocket League. Rocket League? Yeah. Oh, like, y'all need to calm down. It's just a game, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's an emotional game, I guess. But, yeah, I was just, uh, 
I was wondering, I mean, if anybody can shed any light, I don't know what would be the big problem with Epic uh, buying that. I mean, acquisitions happen all the time. Yeah. So it's coming to uh, it's coming to the Switch and Xbox. Oh, is it? Yep. I think they said that it'll be on the Switch, which I I always wished it was on the Switch just because of the portability factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's supposed to come out on the Switch this summer, and I think maybe Xbox soon after. And the big question is: Is it supposed to be cross-platform? I hope so. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. It's like nowadays, you if you make a game like that, it has to be cla- mm-hmm. uh, cross-platform, or otherwise, people will be bad. <laughs> it's what screwed Sony because they were like, "Nah, to cross-platform," or not even allowing other people to use mm-hmm. it, and then everybody freaked out about it, and they're like, "Oh, okay, it's what you really want." Have <laughs> to cave on this one. Trying to do the wall garden. Yep. All right, then there's the story that just won't go away. Now, this was, uh, what was this, five <laughs> days ago? Uh, <laughs> What's it at now, do you know? I looked at it today, and I think it was like, I think it was like 160 to 200 or something. Mm. I bought into it. I bought, I bought, I bought into <clears throat> it when it was like 100. And then as soon as it got to 260, I dumped it. <laughs> you I made it. like a thousand bucks off of it. <laughs> you knew what was coming. I knew it was coming. So as soon as, as soon as I saw, as soon as I saw, uh, cause for, it goes in three stages. This is exactly what happened last time. So it, it dropped it to 50. Yeah. It, it would drop to 50. And as soon as it jumped up to a hundred dollars, I was like, okay. I'm not missing out on this this time. So I I bought seven <laughs> shares of it. Right. And I just sat and waited for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, man, there it is back up to $260. And I was like, yep, I'm selling. And then I think a day later, it went to like $350 for like maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. It went to $350 a share, but then dropped back down. So I missed out on that. But I mean, I still made thousand bucks. Yeah. And. I know you've seen they already have a documentary about it (laughs) (laughs) over on Hulu. Man, sometimes it feels like this stuff is just planned. I'm like, how are you already going to have a documentary about something that's still going on? (laughs) Dude, it's so funny with this, man. It's so funny to see these financial people freaking out about this. Uh, I mean, there really isn't too much you can say about it at this point because now I think in general, people get it. You know, people who didn't get it before, now they really get it. Now they understand what um, what these hedges do, how they're making all this money off of, let's, let's be honest, borrowed money. They're making money off of borrowed money. Mm-hmm. And they're making a lot of it. So the cat's out of the bag. Now what do they do? Die. <laughs> well, I think... So, I, and you can stop me if I start getting too far off topic here, but uh, no, I think that there's a lot of a lot of pent up anger with hedge funds, and I didn't fully understand this either, because I wasn't trying to buy a house back when the bubble burst in what 2008, 2007. Right. Mm-hmm. So, from what I understand, is that the hedge funds were like a huge played a big part in all that happening. Absolutely. And they, they just kind of got a pass on it. Nobody, nobody really said anything about it. So there's like, 
basically screwing over the little guy, you know. There's a movie you have to watch. Have you ever heard of The Big Short? I think I've heard of it, yeah. That's what it's all about. You watch yeah. that, and you'll understand why so many people, and it was exactly about what you're talking about, about how the hedges, they created the bubble, and then they burst it. <laughs> because, and this is what I kept saying when you were talking about, I'm going to buy into this, and I'm like, I'm keeping my money out of this, because I remember that vividly about how these head funds, uh, how these hedges operate, and that's why I kept saying to you, I'm surprised this is legal. Like, it just feels so shady, but they're allowed to do it. And it's literally one lie on top of another. And then you make money off of this lie. And and I maybe I shouldn't say lie. It's a guess. But it's a guess that a lot of bigger guys know, well, this guess technically really is a lie. Because <laughs> we know what's going to happen. Yeah. And when that something happens, we're going to make a killing off of it. So, yeah, look up. Uh, I don't know if it's on Netflix anymore, but it's called mm. The Big Short. And it's kind of, um, they make it kind of funny, too. There's a lot of big name actors in it, but but at the heart of it, it's like, I cannot believe that people did this. And they did. They did it and screwed a lot of people. They, Because one of the funniest parts about the, the movie is something that I had heard. Because back then, I was working for Scott's Lawn Service. And I would go out to these neighborhoods like, um, like what's the one over in Glendale by the golf course? And these big, pretty houses. And I would talk to these guys I work around. I'm like, where are these people getting this money? And this one guy, Jim, that I used to work with, he was like, man, if you get a chance, look in some of the windows He's like, some of those houses are empty because those people are house poor. And that's the first time I heard that term. And people would buy these houses, but they would have no money to furnish them. <laughs> and people would, because they would buy on those. Here's what the hedges really do. Uh, you heard of those uh, flex loans, right? Like you get a mortgage and they'll say, you'll get a 1.5% uh, percentage rate on a flex which means in about 90 days, that, well, not 90 days, in a certain amount of time, that percentage rate is going to go up. And I know a couple people who did it too. I'm like, I'm not doing that because that's Doesn't so smart. <laughs> so you would be cruising along making your mortgage payment and it would be low because your percentage is only 1.5%. And then the next thing you know, it jumps up to five, six, and for some people up to 10%. And it was, wow. and that, and the hedges were making money off that too. These, uh, uh, variable rates and they called it a flex. I'm like, I know you ain't flexing on me. Just give me whatever the percentage rate is from the, uh, from the fed. Cause I think at the time it was like 3.5 or something. I'm like, I'll just stay there. I ain't doing nothing flexible. And they were trying to sell you on it too. They're like, oh, you could save so much money on your monthly payment. And yeah, you know it's going to go up, but by then you should be able to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no. Three months or a year. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't know. Nobody operates like that. It was so shady. So yeah, that's where a lot of the anger, pent up anger, like you said, comes. That's where it comes from. And like I well, said, there's I'm, also, go ahead. I was just, there's also the banks were giving out loans to people basically saying, well, you can get a loan up to where you're, 
you know, you can get a loan up to where you're paying $2,000 a month, not necessarily saying you can afford that, but you can get this loan. Like they were basically pushing people into those loans, right? Is that what yeah, it was? They were qualifying people for anything. And one of the ways they were doing it was by giving them those flexes mm-hmm. because then they could lower their payment. They could say, oh, well, even though based on your income, you shouldn't be buying a $300,000 house. Because you're only working at McDonald's making $9 an hour, but that's okay. And they would do it. They would, yeah, they would approve people for these loans and then they would drop the percentage rate so low so they could get in and get the payments. But then it would shoot up at the end of the flex and they get foreclosed. (laughs) Like what is this happening right now? Oh dude, it was a crazy time. And I remember because that was right around the time we built our first, the first house we built and they were, the banks were coming at me and me and my wife with that. And we're like, no, 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 no. Just get up, give us whatever we qualify for and we'll just make the regular payments. So yeah, I'm not, I don't don't claim to be the smartest guy, but like I said, I don't (laughs) like to act funny with my money. See, I got lucky with that because my credit at that point in time in my life was already in the tank, man. <laughs> Nobody was giving me a loan for something oh, you, like that. You could have. Yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah. yeah, they were giving them to everybody. As long as you get wow. on that variable rate, bro, they'll get you in. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, as you can imagine, that house of cards unintended fell hard too it was a shame because so many people because then they were like when that's when people started saying well what about personal accountability you should know you couldn't afford that but then that's when you start hearing terms like predatory lending because yeah yeah, they were just basically just brainwashing people like bulldozing them no you can do it you can do it you can do it you can do it and finally a person goes okay okay i'll take it i'll take it (laughs) yeah some of the you know, some of those terms when like I I bought this house all on my all on my own, never went through the process before. You know, some of the stuff that was coming at me, I'm like, man, I don't even know what this means. Yeah. Like I don't know, you know, I I don't know what this means. I, I don't know what needs to actually be done. So I could see you know, I could definitely see in a harsher environment where somebody could just get royally screwed over by it, you know. The people I felt sorry for other than the homeowners were a lot of realtors because in the long run, you really should, especially your first time out, you should get a realtor, but you have to be able to trust them. Yeah. And at that time, dude, you can even trust realtors because a lot of them were jumping in on it too. Cause they're like, Hey, I'm making my, uh, you know, making my bonus this year in less than three months. Cause they were just turning houses left and right, you know, left and right. So they got caught up in it too, because there's a lot of honest realtors out there too, mm-hmm. but they got a bad rap too for the longest time over all that. <sighs> like I said, dude, for the love of money, <laughs> I don't, people just, man, but yeah, if you can find that movie, it's called the big short. I actually have it on my Plex server, but uh, I'll, I'll look it up on Netflix. Yeah, it's really good. And you see it and you're going to be like, what? And it's all true. It's terrible. And speaking of money, here's something I don't understand. This, uh, these NFTs. I don't understand it either. I, <laughs> I, I guess I need to read more about it to fully understand because I've been seeing a lot of things pop up about it. And 
you know, I I own an Ethereum coin, and I've been trying to look at this and understand it and understand why. <laughs> I so when I first heard people talking about it, and NFT means non fungible token. So basically, you own a token, and you're the only person who can own that token. There's only one token, and you own it, and you may have spent $1.5 million on it. (laughs) But here's the part that totally confuses me. Even though you own that token, there can still be multiple copies of the thing you own the token for. Mm Mm-hmm. So what's the point? Uh, yeah, that's this is where I'm getting <laughs> lost with all this. It's like... Dude, I've listened to so many podcasts and shows talking about this stuff. And I'm still like, no, it doesn't make any sense. No matter how many times you try to make it make sense. So what's this, Jack, Jack Dorsey is selling his first ever tweet. And it's like $300 million or something crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Uh, I I can't make heads or tails. Just when I think I kind of get it, and then someone says, oh, yeah, but... So, for example, like this cat picture. First of all, it's on the internet. People can make millions of copies of this. I mean, we're sitting here looking at it right now. We're looking <laughs> at it right now. But this person sold the NFT for it. I don't understand it. <laughs> I, I don't either. And to be honest, this is this is why I'm buying into this stuff is because it makes no sense. But it for whatever reason it works. I, I don't know. Like I don't I don't understand. Like for whatever reason, you're making works, money off of it, <laughs> and you're gonna make money off of it, even though you probably shouldn't make money off of it. You're gonna make money off of it. It's it just shows how ridiculous everything actually is now. Like and, none, none of this none of this stuff would have flew at all twenty years ago. And and this guy's point is the fact that, you know, he's helping kill the earth because, you know, the whole backlash about. But I don't know if Ethereum is mine like the Bitcoin is, is it? Uh, See, I don't know. I think that the I think a lot of people get confused on this stuff because the whole we're destroying the environment thing is mainly because I think you've got all these high-powered computers trying to mine these things and solve these equations in the blockchain, not because you're actually buying something with it. But if you participate, you're complicit. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I think that was his point, the fact that he participated in it. In a way, he's part of the problem. Yeah. But he didn't complain about that money, though. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah, this is going to be another one of those things where I've aged. It makes me feel like I've aged out. Of tech because I have no I cannot wrap my head around this NFT stuff. There was a there was a, a, a woman that sold now she's a professional photographer or a graphic designer and she made this picture, really beautiful picture too. But it it moves and it's like waterfalls, really pretty. And she tweeted, she was like, I just sold this for seventeen thousand four hundred dollars. I just sold the NFT for it. But the way she worded it, she didn't even kind of understand how she did it either. 
<laughs> but she made the money. <laughs> and that's what it is. People are like, I don't get it, but I'll take the money. <laughs> where, do you go to, where do you go to sell these? I've got some, I've got some oh. old digital photographs that I made for like websites and stuff. And I, I thought they were cool, like little symbols. I'm just going to take them. I made them in like Photoshop, man. I'm just going to take them and throw them out there and see how much money somebody will give me for one of them. Well, I was listening to a podcast today and they explained how it works. And it's not that easy. Like you have uh, to have this certain software and yada, yada. I mean, you can find out how to do it, but because I was wondering that too. I'm like, well, how are they selling this stuff like this? But they're, yeah, there's a whole process you got to go through and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, $17,000. Yeah. I don't know how I did it, but I did it. <laughs> That's, dude, it's crazy. that, Like you said, the world is, dude, we're living in the upside down, especially when it comes to money. And then this right here was the logical next step. I knew this was going to happen. Oh. People are already hacking. <laughs> Knew this was coming. Only a matter of time. Nifty gateway. Mm -hmm. So, oh wow. Yeah, this makes it even more complicated. <sighs> so, what do you what do you do with these when you get them? You you put them on a you put them on like a super encrypted hard drive in like a fireproof safe or something like that. Is that what you do? But it's a token. It's a digital token in the blockchain. But that's so but that's the same that would be the same as you taking your Bitcoin and throwing it on a, a one of these Bitcoin wallets that they encrypt with like five different passwords, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. So hundred and fifty thousand worth of things stolen. So where do you store this these tokens? And where do you what do you do with the the stolen ones? <laughs> Somebody took twenty k worth of stolen art. And how do you wait, get wait, that back? What do you tell the police? Gateway account. There we go. I mean, the world's nifty gateway. <laughs> uh. Oh wow! Look at this. 10 digital artworks for around $6 million. So per, to prevent future hacks, Nifty Gateway recommends enabling two-factor authentication. Uh, until oh, they figure oh, out how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, wouldn't you think that with that kind of money, uh, those higher transactions... You would already have two-factor authentication enabled by default. I don't. Mm -mm -mm. But yeah, I I had a feeling that was going to happen soon enough. Hackers always hackers be hacking. <laughs> There's always a way, man. There's always a way to do some of this stuff. You just have to be smart enough to figure it out. All you gotta do. <laughs> anyway like i said i thought we'd end on some funny game news um with everybody's favorite the big snoop dog 
<laughs> him rage quitting on that. Oh, they took the video down. You can't watch it anymore. But I saw it when he was, yeah, him raging on Madden. Um, that was funny. But it's like, well, that happens. You know, people get mad again. Dude, I get mad at Fall Guys like that. But I ain't going to throw my controller because I ain't got Snoop Dogg money. <laughs> Man, the one I saw... It was fake. It, it was basically took that video of him playing Madden, except he was playing Halo, and he got like. Not, the funny thing about it was, is like I've I've played so oh, much Halo. Like oh, over the oh past we're, 10 years. we're we're getting there, my friend. Okay, there we go. <laughs> oh, man, this is so funny to me. <laughs> Let's go back. Here he is. <laughs> Did you hear it? Look at him. It's all serious. <laughs> he gets like Space. 10 kills in a row and then gets mad. Kill Trocity. Kill Trocity. Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Catastrophe. Kill Apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look at him. So You know he was high. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh God, that's so awesome. Yeah. But I guess somebody said what was really funny about that though wasn't so much of him rage quitting, was that he walked off and left the stream going for hours. Like he just yeah. left and then somebody just happened to walk in and noticed it and then turned it off. Wasn't it him? I thought it was him that walked in and noticed it and turned no, it off. They said it was somebody nobody really recognized. So oh. it's probably just somebody came over to his house and was like, hey, can I go play a game? He's probably like, yeah, go ahead. And then be like, oh, Snoop. You <laughs> probably probably they were all sitting around smoking weed. And then uh... probably. <laughs> yeah, for sure. One of them stumbled downstairs. And... Oh, my gosh, dude. I saw that. I just cried. I'm like, Snoop, man, come on. <laughs> All right. I guess him, he's good at Madden. Like, I I mean, you could tell that he knew what he was doing because, like, as soon as the game started, he just, like, flew through all those, like, team settings and just started, like, changing his, like, <laughs> defensive schemes and all that stuff. It's like, whoa, dude, crazy. Well, do you know he coaches football? Yeah, yeah, I knew he coached yeah. like youth football or something, didn't he? Yeah, apparently he used to play football, which was funny when he said it. Like, you play football, <laughs> but I guess he was he he. According to him, he was actually pretty good. But then, yeah. then he got caught up in the rap game. <laughs> uh, all right, let's leave with this one last thing. And I want to preface this by saying this isn't I'm not doing this to insult anybody, but any actually to just warn people, you know, anytime anything happens, there's always going to be somebody to try to prey on and make a profit on things that are going on. And to that. I give you this now. I purposely cut out the name of the website that where you can purchase this from because I don't want to give them any clicks. But, dude, this is so, so ridiculous. First of all, if you're a conservative out there, I don't care. If you're a Democrat, you're a liberal, Republican, I, I really don't care. But when stuff happens, there's always going to be some knucklehead that's going to sell something like this. And they're preying on your sensitivities. 
a phone for conservatives by conservatives, right? That's what they claim. It's uncensorable. First of all. Sound like Apple. <laughs> First of uh. all, your phone doesn't get censored. Second of all, this Freedom phone, it's an Android phone. It is built on Android, but it's built on, um, from looking at the specs, mid-tier at best, uh, chips and whatnot. So it's, it's not a great phone. It's a decent phone that you could get. You could get a uh, Samsung phone for this price without this ridiculous stuff on it. Now, what I read up on was that some people on Twitter especially were telling me that in India, someone did the exact same thing I forget what the issue was at the time and they released a phone and I probably should have pulled up the images they shared and guess what it was this exact same phone but they called it the something else phone you know preying on the sensitivities of the issue that was going on there You know what makes this even more awesome is if you look at those apps <laughs> they are there in the middle. It's like exactly the apps people are switching to. Like I see Signal in there. I see, mm. uh, what's that, tel- Telegram? Is that what it's called? Yep. And I think I see that OAN News that's in yes, there too. Yes, OAN News. <laughs> and uh, what's what's the, is it Parlor? Is that it? Is that Parlor down there? Is that yep, the, that's uh, Parlor. That's the P. Oh, man. Oh, which, by the way, all of its servers now reside in Russia. So whatever there. Oh, God. I mean. <laughs> God. So like I said, look, you can believe whatever you want to be. You know, whatever you want to believe. Have whatever political bent you want. But don't let people play on your emotions like this. I refuse to let people have their emotions play with like this. Dude, this is just an Android phone. Oh, my gosh. It's getting out of hand, man. The conspiracy theories, all this stuff is just getting completely out of hand. Uncensorable phone. Who wow. is censoring your phone? Nobody. This, this tagline, that doesn't even make any sense. Uncensorable. <laughs> the freedom phone. <sighs> they they could have went a different direction that would have made more sense. Like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Pri- privacy or something, because they got like signal and telegram, because that... Most of the people that I know that have switched to those apps are like, well, Signal and Telegram is all about privacy because WhatsApp will steal your messages and (laughs) your cell phone carriers can be handed over to the U.S. government or something like that. (laughs) (sighs) Did you talk to them about end-to-end encryption? (laughs) Because at the end of the day, that's really all that really matters as far as that's concerned. I mean, but that's what signal, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, they are. That's what most people get that for is for privacy and that's fine and all, but you can have any phone and put signal or telegram on it or OAN news or parlor. This phone isn't going to make any bit of a difference because it's just an Android phone. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'll stop. But dude, that's gotta I... be the most ridiculous thing, man. I've I've oh seen in a while. Gosh. 
I was like, where's the, where's the, uh, what's the other, the B, where's the BLM phone? You didn't see that, did you? But I'm sure there's people running out buying this right now. But like I said, I purposely cut the website out because I don't want people, I don't want them to win any, win any clicks from me because that's stupidity right there. That's plain stupidity. Oh, man. And a lot of, you know, a lot of people in tech wonder why don't people trust tech anymore? Well, here's one of the reasons why right there, because they make, they, they act like people are stupid. And when you treat people like they're stupid and you treat them wrong over time, your reputation just goes into the bucket. Yep. <sighs> okay. Yeah. We may... Oh my gosh. God. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do another rant show for real. And I'm a, that's what I'm a rant about. I'm a rant about how, People get treated like idiots over this stupid stuff. I mean, that's just dumb. Here, we made a phone for you. For your freedom. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we need to find somebody that's actually bought one of those and bring them on. That's probably a bad idea. Oh, my God. It would get ugly. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the problem, too. Like, right? I wish I could have conversations. There's a bunch of people I would love to have conversations with, but I know it's going to get out of hand. And it wouldn't be me because, I, like I said, I'm not. But I like to hear other people's perspectives. But a lot of people, you can't. It's you can't even get to a logical perspective with them sometimes because they get so they're so mad. Why is everybody so mad? Why are they so mad? Hello, man. It's ridiculous. Oh man, just all the time, all the time. All right, you got anything else? I mean, any sports? We didn't talk about any sports. Uh, everybody's trashing on the Bengals in free agency so far because they haven't gotten any offensive linemen, so there's that. Hmm. <laughs> That's not new. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, they spent money, but they just didn't go – they didn't go pick up offensive linemen, which they, they lost out on the offensive linemen to, the, to other teams. And, you know, I. They are literally trying to get Joe Burrows killed. That's why. (laughs) We got him hurt once. Let's just keep the same line. He'll be all right. Yeah. I I know know. it didn't happen because of the offensive line. Well, no, no. That happened because he had a terrible offensive line. But I think the free agency thing, people are freaking out a little bit for one. I mean. I get that we need an offensive lineman, but do they do they need to go out and spend sixty dollars on an average, like a just, I mean, above average offensive lineman where they're going to spend all their cap money on? I I don't know about that. Like, I mean, that if you waste all your cap money on picking up an offensive lineman when you could sign other players and maybe go heavy on offensive lineman in the draft, that right. you know, you know, there, there was there there's other ways in, to look at this. Was there anybody in particular people were saying they should have picked up? Uh, that Joe Thune from uh, New England, and mm. people wanted to bring back Kevin Zeitler. He was played for the Giants. So Zeitler got signed by the Ravens on like a $40 million contract. Mm-hmm. And that Thune went to uh, Kansas City on like a $60 million contract or something like that. I mean, both huge contracts. And I would go as far as saying Geitler's, I mean, he's solid, but, yeah. or Zeitler's solid, but he's not, he's not like, He's, he's for one, I think he's like 32, 33 years old now. You got to be careful with that. What if you get a guy, I mean, an offensive lineman at that age is. That's, that's getting up there. Yeah. 
can't yeah. take you can't be taking too many more hits. And those are the guys that take the brunt. Oh yeah, and they got to do all the work up front. So, so I mean, yeah, it looks bad. You know, it sucks because I I would I was hoping that they would be able to pull you know one of those big name guys, especially that Joe Thune guy because mm. he's he's not as old as Zeitler. Uh, but you know, I can see why he went to the chiefs. He wants to win a super bowl and he's getting a $60 million contract. I mean, I mean, there you go. Wow. I I don't think the Bengals were going to be able to compete with that, to be honest. And I hear Tom Brady said he's coming back, right? For four years. (laughs) Well, he signed a, he signed a four year contract. uh, Well, what else is he going to do? I guess he's like, you know, I could just keep being the best. Until I can't play anymore. That's what it sounds like he's trying to do to me. He's just like, I'm just going to keep playing until I can't play. Yeah. He's going to be like 50 years old or something. I mean, that's what Brett Favre did. Just played till he couldn't play anymore. Brett Favre. Favre. <laughs> or as John Madden would say, Brett Favre, Brett Favre. There's Brett Favre, Brett Favre. <laughs> People used to make fun of him all the time about that. Uh, but that's how... Uh, Man, that's why I couldn't stand watching Phil Sims call Patriots games. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's worse than uh, Madden was with Brett Favre. Just going on and on about Tom Brady. Like, dude, okay, we get it. Those guys all love Tom Brady. Well, what about the uh, the FC Cincinnati Stadium? Oh have you, man, have you seen it? I've only seen oh, it yeah. on the news, and that's not. I want to go see it. See it. I've driven. I've driven by it. I heard it was. It's, it's really nice. It is. It's uh, it's literally like a block or two away from Music Hall, mm-hmm. and just driving by it, man. And it, I mean, especially I, I'm excited to see it, like uh, like when there's an actual game and it's at nighttime because they've got those lights that go around the stadium yeah. and all that. Because they on the news they were showing them testing the lights, but they tested them in the daytime. I'm like, I want to see that at night. Yeah. Yeah. They. I saw a video where they did like an over. Uh, where they took like a drone and like flew it. Man, it looks. I to be honest, I've never I've never seen a soccer stadium like that in the United States. You know, you see them all over Europe, mm-hmm. but not in the United States. And even even I've saw like some of the like the soccer analysts have seen it, and they're like, "Wow, <laughs> that's a that's a nice stadium." Well, Cincinnati put in a bid to be a um, what do they call it? World Cup. World uh, Cup. Yeah. Paul, yeah, they're going to do it at Paul Brown. That's where they want to do it is at Paul Brown Stadium. Dude, that would be huge. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about all the money that could bring in. Good Lord. Because what Americans Since- forget, soccer is actually way bigger than the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's way bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, the NFL got some money, but not like this. Yeah. Not, no, not, no, no. Uh, this is a whole different situation. Cincinnati's turned into like one of the bigger like soccer hubs in the country right now. It's kind of it's kind of weird to see, kind of hard to believe how like here like we've turned mm-hmm. into like one of the bigger like soccer hubs, you know. Well, that's how I, I felt know. about the whole tennis thing. Like over there in Mason. Yeah. How the uh what are they what's the tour called? Yeah. Yeah, how, so they, it's, yeah, how they would come through all the time and I got to saw I got to see uh uh, Venus and Serena there before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So back when I worked for those radiologists over there in Oakley, they had uh, uh, these box seats, and sometimes the owner would be like, "We're gonna, we have uh, 
they had like 10 seats there, I think. And they would just say, does anybody want to go to the game today? And they would just give us the tickets. And one time me and my wife and my, my youngest boy, we kept him out of school one day and we just went to go watch tennis all day. Dude, it was nice in there. I didn't, I, and they've added on to it too. It, I mean, it looks nice every time I drive by it. You can see it from the highway. It's like, wow, that looks, uh, you kind of don't even know it's there until. Until you're right up on it. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. But then when COVID hit, and this made a lot of people mad, they skipped Cincinnati, but they, the tour went on to New York. When, the, when it was getting bad. When yeah, it was the that. worst place to be at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that made no sense at all. But whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we've, uh, wow, we went well over our usual time, but, you know, we had a lot of catching up to do. There's still a lot we didn't cover, but, you know, we'll get back on track. All right. Well, we'll see you all next Tuesday at 9 o'clock. I don't have any other announcements except you can go to our website, voluntaryinput.com. Select contact us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any show ideas, any comments, or you can explain to us what the heck NFTs are and how it actually works. (laughs) Or if you'd like to be a guest on a show. But in either case... Thanks for hanging out, Adam. We'll see you next Tuesday, buddy. All right, see ya. I'm going to try to get some gaming in sometime this week, too, so we can... We should stream on here one I, day. I, I, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you. All right, take see care. You. Bye.